0: Good Monday patrons, what are, you doing? what
1: are you doing
0: that for? Uh, did you think we were going to start the next podcast?
1: Was a, Oh, is this essential? This is the intro. This oh, is the sorry, intro for the buddy, podcast I apologise, my fault, you go ahead.
0: So it's Monday, you've got a new podcast, Daniel's a bit more drunk than I am, we've both been drinking whiskey, but he just, you know, he drinks a lot on stage. Um, so we've just done a podcast there, it's the last one of the USA Tour, we got a bit sentimental towards the end there when Ellie started crying, when we thanked everybody for... Supporting one, the tour Daniel was just like, Oh, thanks for coming, it's the best time of my life. And <laughs> um, so, just skip that bit if you want to laugh. <laughs> um, but uh, for the most part, it was just him slurring his words and then like slagging off the entire comedy industry. And then, after slagging off the entire comedy industry, it was like, Oh, let's do a Patreon where we slag off the entire comedy industry. I was like, We've already done it. He's like, No, no, I mean, like proper slagging them off. He doesn't mean his colleagues, he doesn't mean other comics. You means he means the like. No, I do,
1: but but just in the Patreon episode, you'll work out who I consider my peers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think yeah, I already said names on this one. Honestly, wait, I don't know how f- I don't know how Thursday's going to be more inflammatory than this one.
1: Also, if you work for the Times, just objectively from the article you just wrote, please kill yourself in front of your children, you fucking traitor. Right,
0: but we'll talk about that on Thursday. Hey, enjoy this podcast. We're going to record another one immediately after. That's out on Thursday. Yeah,
1: only if you pay three
0: quid. It's not a great deal in the uh, morning, yeah, let's be honest. If you honest. work
1: for the Times, kill yourself in front of your kids, you fucking cunt.
0: Uh, and you have to subscribe to that to read it as well So fucking hell this is going to cost you a fortune <laughs> <this>. <laughs>
1: Enjoy the podcast, cunts Sloss and Humphreys on the
0: road Muggins and cream, cream and muggins Straight thugging, living the dream that, That's our intro that's Fucking muggles Tickling the clit inside
1: your head to make you laugh <laughs> They said it can't be done Are we in the same seats? That's <laughs> hack Oh, muggles Accidental rim job in the park Kiss, kiss, kiss Or i just being cynical I Just
0: muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia.
1: Where have you been since 9-11? Hello, what day is this? It's actually a Saturday. No, but what day is this quite? Monday. Hello, Monday podcast listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Welcome to the very special episode of the podcast where the American tour is done. We Aye. are finished. We can see so... how we really
0: feel now the, 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 hear it once we're gone.
1: What no button? it is we've we've just come off stage in houston we've done our second last show we've got one more in uh new orleans and what i will say about this and i know some people won't be satisfied with this answer because it's not as controversial as is that I've, I've, i feel i went deaf during that i can't hear myself speak anymore
0: that's right. right you're good Go a bit um,
1: uh, no 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 i believe you i believe you um Thank you. Thank you. I feel like I... Really Are you f- drunk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I drank a fair <laughs> bit before...
0: Yeah, it's because I've been with you for the last, like, hour, but we've... Since the gig finished, it's been about an hour. Aye. But we've had, like, company backstage, and we've been entertaining, and we've just been, like, uh, hanging out. Aye. But now that we're back here, it's, you've sobered me up. <laughs> no, no, I am.
1: Because I, I drank a fair bit of... I don't think that helped For anyone watching I don't think that did help I can hear that it helped Well I, I mean Is this how
0: ha- we're starting the podcast?
1: Yes Uh huh No we can go th- No no, man they get what it is Man we had a live argument On one of the most recent But pod- like They get it they- Oh no I deleted that Also we did <laughs>
0: <laughs> I deleted that. Deleted it. We recorded a bit longer, uh, but we did have an argument. Oh, right, I'm just going to level it with you guys. We deleted that argument because it was boring. It yes. went round in circles. It I was, was just not in- entertainment. No. And it I know. Was a- right, imagine. Right. You know how much we've let slide and let through, and we haven't deleted. And you've went. I can't believe I fucking wasted. Now I listen to that. It was worse than that. <laughs>
1: One hundred.
0: You nodded and headbutt at the
1: mic. <laughs> 100%. I couldn't have phrased it better myself. Because it's the one thing I find about this tour is you and I always proudly exclaim, and I do feel I proudly exclaim this, is I say to people, they're like, what's it like going on tour with Kai for three months, six months, nine months? And I go... Constant it's, exposure. It's the easiest thing in the world. It's the easiest thing in the world because we are very aware of each other
0: boundaries boundaries and
1: if we push them it's playfully yeah yeah yeah. but also but also neither don't be wrong if we co- playfully
0: push them like i get in and, and ask the taxi driver how he stays going because i know it's going to wind you up in the end
1: no that's not okay <laughs> don't man you know don't what? ever speak to people that's that i pay money to Last that time, annoys me. Last time I they are that, not paid to speak to me.
0: Last time I did that, I wanted to talk to him. It was in, oh, where was it? It was actually in San Antonio. Me, you, and Cara went for a bite to eat. Mm-hmm. Neil went to do the setup for the gig. And when we got the taxi back, I decided I wanted to chat to the taxi driver.
1: You know why? I'm doing me wrong. Before you I even pretend You know to be why? Anxious, it was a I was, I was, I was, I, No, no I It was Lyft
0: He had litter in his car He I, was he's caught, he, he looked like He'd slept in it
1: But He was a really good dude He was a good dude He was a really good dude He was like, oh, "Ah, sorry
0: He's moving Chris packets off uh, the seat for you to sit He was dude a really, that, really
1: nice bloke And
0: he was like Apologetic about it And I was like this dude's trying to make ends meet while barely holding his life together. And he's trying to just give people lifts for money to try and fucking pay. Uh-huh. And I mean? if
1: that resonates with you, congratulations. You are 75% of the USA right now. <laughs> <laughs> but Danny, that, you? and you
0: and, you, you and Carol in the back, right? We're coming back from a barbecue. That's where we've been. Lovely barbecue. Fucking Texas barbecues, man. I know I've talked with this before, but let us salivate into the mic. Um, and we're going back from the barbecue, and he's getting the back. And I'm like, just pretend they're not there, and chat the taxi driver. It wasn't to wind you up.
1: It was to wind me up, and I don't believe you for a fucking second. Guy, if you were to be randomly dragged into a car... Like, let's say you're out having a pub drink with some of your friends... And you go outside for a quick tap that you're not going to tell Natalie about, and somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody bundles you. you ass? Somebody bundles <laughs> you in to the back of a moving van, and and uh, I forgot my point. What were we talking about?
0: No, no, no. You're on your own here. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. But I don't know where you were going. You're on about. You got in the back of the taxi with Cara, we just had a barbecue. I I started chatting to the taxi driver about movies. <laughs> right? Yes, I. And then you were trying to use that as a simile of me hoodwinking you, bundling in, into the back of a van, and then talking to you.
1: I don't understand why you or anyone else thinks that just because you take me somewhere gives you an inherent right to my personality. My mind and my life, like for the same reason. Man, if I were to ever get on a plane and before the plane took off, just, imma- just imagine—you've—you've—you've—you've—you've you've, 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 you've tucked in, you've got your seatbelts in, you've plugged your phone into the bits it needs to, and then before you take off to go to your family destination for your Christmas, the pilot comes over and goes, "Just before we take off, um, why are you guys going home?" Like, what's the... Like, yeah, why where, are you... Going, where's the your accent from? Which, which, what's, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Why are you guys here? Why are you in this... St- you would go, shut the fuck up and and fly the plane. You would not accept... If the pilot, when you got onto a plane, was to leave the fucking room and come back and go, hey, where are you from? you go... Check the passport, cunt. Fuck off. Go back to where the plane is fucking uh, driven and drive the fucking plane. We're not here to be friends. What are you talking about? I'm glad we're sharing the same experience uh, called humanity that we're all doing. But don't you dare for a fucking millisecond j- just because we experience the same emotions when we wake up and go to sleep does it entitle you to go... Hey, how's your day? None of your, none, none of your business. Nah. None of your I business. Think, I
0: think there's a, I think there's a fine line between bombarding them with conversation and you building a brick wall. And I get it; it's like you're self-perpetuating each other. You're building a brick wall to stop the conversation because you're sick of the incessant conversation because you get taxis more than the average bear, right? But there should be like this, like mutual agreement. That will not be inhumane. We will get in again. How are you doing, mate? You good? Yeah. Whatever. Like there should be yeah. a bare. Oh, nice, there nice, should be nice a cool. bare
1: minimum button. Nice call. Right, and the bare minimum is you go and you go. Hey, you having a good day? And the guy goes, Yeah. And he goes, You having a good day? And you go, Yeah. And you go, Great. You know what else is? And uh, that's it. That's it. I don't give like a, a man, man, If you if you drive taxis above Uber drivers, t- t- straight up, I respect taxi drivers. More than Uber drivers. Because back in the fucking day, taxi drivers, you've got to learn a city. You've got to legitimately... Do you want to be a taxi driver in Newcastle? You have to know every fucking road. The Uh, one-way streets. The one-way streets. Yeah, where you can pull over. Where you can park, where there's bus systems, where it's a cul-de-sac, all these... Where, if you drop someone off there, is that going to be market wise, somewhere you can get I understand that like I fucking respect that side of taxi drivers none of that knowledge requires you ever once mentioning your daughter to me uh, ha- ha-
0: hairdressers do you like it when they talk to you?
1: no, and the greatest hairdresser in Edinburgh without a doubt, and I'll say this straight up uh, his name is uh, uh, oh the name of uh, his uh, hairdresser is Crete Creed, hairdressers this, yeah. in Edinburgh. He is the greatest hairdresser. You'll in... move
0: your head, yep, to get where he needs to be. You're just a, you're just a piece of putty for him. I've been. in enjoyed... You're gonna sit down. He's gonna manipulate. You, he's gonna do your hair. He's gonna steal your business. He's I've to a... take your money. He's gonna send you on your way. Bish Kai, bash bosh.
1: Kai, I've been I've been into that barbers uh, seven times. Do you want to move that up? Is
0: that what you're doing? Well, yeah.
1: no, no. I was going to do it for impact, but it doesn't really make a difference. But thank you for helping. Uh, I. I've gotten haircuts from that man for seven years, and I don't know his first name. Apollo. You'd you assume. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I had a hairdresser when I was in London, and um, I started because I was going like I'm like a five six weeks a haircut kind of guy, and every time I went, I would like I would sh- it would just be like fucking all of did you did you go into the same one uh-huh it was a Tony and Guy in Stratford <laughs> okay <laughs> I was paying out the odds for a haircut but I <laughs> okay. had somebody I had somebody who I knew just got it right every time because I, I sometimes get butchered off Barber's like.
1: <laughs> oh Guy okay, I've been your friends I've been your friend for 10 years and I think it's very kind of you to blame the Barber's <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, maybe it's, look. And now, when I got into my barber, I'm I'm asking for a miracle. <laughs> and some of them can't perform miracles. Not all of them are magic, right? But I, every now and again, I've lived in different places, and every now and again, I'll find a hairdresser that will not royally fuck it up. Aye. Right? And they're and, special. And you stick to that person like glue when you find them. Right. right, it just so happened that this particular one was an Etonian guy that was going to charge his fifty quid a haircut. Right, and I got back every six weeks, but for me, it got to the point where it wasn't just it wasn't just the haircut I was getting. I wanted now what she'd been up to. She was chatting to me about my day, like we're both going through the same stuff. Like we're both getting engaged. We both had a marriage coming up and all that. And like we're both similar ages. You were engaged. I got engaged to my wife.
1: Oh Sorry Sorry In my head This was a part of your life When you were like With Kylie I didn't realise I thought this was like From a sad part of your life I I didn't realise It was recent Like I thought this was meant to be Like you telling a story Of an example Before your life Before Natalie Before she gave you taste Before I taught you to Oh you think Before Natalie I went to Tony and Guy <laughs> now that you mention it, I am a fucking idiot. <laughs> I went to a guy called Tony <laughs> Okay, no, you're right. I'm an idiot. I'm a that's my that's my fault for <laughs> assuming <laughs> progression, you know. It's like don't be wrong, uh let's let's talk about this. Uh disagree. Dallas is without a doubt. One of the top three places to gig in America.
0: Aye. Is that a gear change or is that on topic? You give us a shit. Oh, wait, because I've still got something to add to the conversations with taxi drivers and hairdressers. Oh, then do that. Right. So Dallas, yes, uh, instantly no, tops no, three no. in America. We'll, right. we'll, we'll get, get to back it. Um, The reason I don't like, and this is unique to me and you and other people in our industry, right? The reason I don't like speaking to the new barber, the... The the taxi driver And the guy At the checkout At the hotel Is that Eventually the conversation Is going to ask Why you're in town And what you're doing here And you've either got a lie Or them With the truth That you're a comedian And that conversation Sucks every fucking time I was actually rude To someone at the hotel desk That day for it Oh, really? Uh, he asked why I went down and I was like, oh, in gigs. And he was like, oh, you're musicians. I was like, nah, nah, comics. It was a long fucking travel day as well. Aye. And he was like, oh, do you, I like dark humor. Do you like dark humor? I was like, you know, we'll pedal a little bit and that. Like, we'd, t- we'd, t- we'd t- touch boundaries. Aye. And he was like, oh, go on and make us laugh with a dark joke. Kill and yourself, and kill be yourself be fucking directly
1: traveling man. in front of your fucking children. What I want you to I, do is I want you to take the bluntest knife, knife you have in your kitchen and I want you to run it from the, your left ear to your right ear and I want you to I, die in but front like, of me. But like not a question. basic, I, basic, <laughs> basic, uh, so basic that you're not even fucking human. You are merely a tool of a person. Uh, Slit your own throat in front of me if you ever ask me that question.
0: Uh, and I'm there, I'm like... I'm approaching forty, new man, and this guy asked us to fucking tell him a joke. And the guy was maybe like 23, 24 years old, and he was like quite bohemian and that. Like he had his nails painted, he had his lip pierced and that. And he asked us to tell him a joke, and I just fucking slumped across. I, I just it took all of me. The question took every last <laughs> bit of energy I had left in me bones. I've been traveling for fucking six weeks, man. Right. I know. And I slumped across his desk, and
1: I went. Oh, I'm not a jukebox no. <laughs> It's why I was. It's it's truly the only reason why I'm jealous of Joe Rogan because it must be so refreshing for Joe Rogan to turn up at any venue and for no one to go tell us a joke. <laughs> <laughs> a nice shot then. No, he got them. No, he's man, never. Man, you've man, never heard one. I will. I will straight up, and I promise this. I will give five hundred pounds, dollars, yen, euros. Whatever the fucking goes in. Pesos. Lira. Aye. If you can find me anyone ever in the history of the world that has ever walked up to Joe Rogan and with a straight face gone, make us laugh then. Man, his audience are paying $100 for that for several years. And they laugh, but they're not people. Uh, do you reckon your beef with Joe Rogan will ever reach him? Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, man, I'm terrified because talking we... <laughs> because he could whoop both our asses.
0: I couldn't stick up for
1: you in that fight. <laughs> no, no, I reckon he's a hard cunt. Yeah, man, he's a hard cunt. He's also definitely more, infinitely more successful uh, than I am. He's really influential like and uh, that's not, the
0: problem It's the, uh, we're kind no, 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 no. of old ground here so we will just in and out right? No. Uh, he's influential
1: and he's using his influence wrong that's no, why no, but no no, no but, but, but it's not black and white shit like man man, I do like some of Joe Rogan standards some of his goods uh, man he's not he's not the worst stand up man it's good he's he's decent at stand up and the thing is he's also decent at interviewing but we've got a lot of mutual friends
0: sorry I cut you off I was gonna say we've got a lot of mutual friends with him. Like we, we hang out with Bear Kreischer and Ori Shafia and they seem to love Joe. Uh-huh. Do you they have them about how you feel? No. They're... No. Do you never know, like do you never know, just like put like off the record though?
1: I <laughs> Again, if I were to meet Joe, I've got no doubt I would get on with him because, man, the guy's a fucking comic through and through, regardless, uh, of, regardless of any of the opinions I have on him personally. And and it's not even personal opinions I have on him. My opinions on Joe, much like most left-wing people are, I'm just basing my opinion off a bunch of headlines I've fucking read. Don't get me wrong, I listen to the podcast. I'm not that fucking... I do listen to what he does. And I I... P- personally just me i think he is not a good interviewer i think he's a good podcaster i think he's objectively a terrible interviewer i think he takes no responsibility with and that's and that's fine because it's not his responsibility but even though i don't enjoy some of his jokes his audience does and that and the fact that i don't enjoy it doesn't mean he's not funny he is funny he wouldn't have the fucking career but He's not. He, no, no real comedian in the world in the apart from Dave Chappelle. When seriously asked, who's the top ten comedian? The only person that's ever put Dave, uh, Joe Rogan in their top ten is Dave Chappelle, and that's what's most concerning for all other comedians. We're like, wait, hold on, the goat loves a retard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what? I had um, I cringe. I cringe about what you point at so you want to juice. Right. Um, I I cringe about this, Uh but I had a Joe Rogan quote in my Twitter bio for quite a while. Man, Joe Rogan. Can I tell you what the quote was? You know, I put it on like in 2012 when I was single, right. right? And I heard it on. you said it on a podcast, and I put it on like as if it was me mantra, right. and it was aspire to be the man you pretend
1: to be when you're trying to get laid. Do you know his new quote is, aspire to be the man who lies about children getting shot in a school so that their parents can't visit the graves of their children. Without getting harassed by incels. Yeah, because neutrality in journalism is apparently important. You thick, bald, five foot four cunt. (laughs) I've said it before and I'll say it again. Any human being that, for a second, allows Alex Jones to have a second on any of their media is of his buzz. Carry
0: on, <laughs>
1: carry on. <laughs> Are
0: you done? Yeah, can I hear? You? Nope, that's
1: yeah? a bit over. <laughs> You're ruining that bit, by the way. No. You're ruining the bit. You don't watch Curb Your (laughs) Enthusiasm. You don't get the bit. So therefore, I will never engage with it. It's like the way to be anti-sexist and anti-racist. If somebody says something that's genuinely racist or sexist or bigoted in any other forms, you just stare at them and then go explain the joke. And then they stop doing the joke because through explaining it, they understand why it's not. Uh, funny.
0: That, that can happen even with good jokes if you make them explain it. What was I that? I don't think that's true. What was that quote about a joke's like a frog? If you if you dissect it, you learn more about it, but essentially it dies.
1: Yeah, which is but if you dissect it, it's like a frog. It's you can dissect it, work out how it works, but none of it's funny. Yeah, oh, like, di- I think the punchline is that.
0: Yeah, but if you do that, it dies. If
1: you no, but 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 I just. Des- I disagree with that concept. I don't think, you think if you... think a
0: joke can be funnier if you look into it, if it works, if it, if it stands up. Stuart Lee,
1: and even though... The, man, I like Stuart Lee a lot, right? I think he's... I don't think he's the best. Uh, I think he's got a lot of answer for none of it's
0: his fault. I've, I, only because I started in 2008. A lot of people that started at the same time as me, which was... Co- co- it coincided with um, Stuart Lee's comedy, ve- comedy vehicle so he become like a much more public figure than he was at the same time, I started stand up, which means every single fucking open mic I tried mm-hmm. to emulate it and tried to avoid punchlines like the fucking plague but, because but- they thought that's what he was doing. But what he was doing was building tension, build it was tantric. It was tantric, and when the punchline came, it was like fucking multiple orgasms because he took it so long to get there and then it worked. But people didn't realize that was a craft. They just thought that they could just talk dead slowly and then put another couple of syllables in next, and then the next thing they said would come later, and the punchline would never come. Aye. And I had to be on so many fucking open mics with them
1: cunts. It actually probably helped my career. It's it, I, I watched a very, very interesting... There was, there's some YouTube uh, channel that sort of deconstructs comedy, and as somebody who is a big fan of the science of comedy, uh, speaking to... Well, in fact, watching the stuff... His thing was, Stuart Lee does this very fascinating thing, which is the audience is the problem, which is this game, which is how do you make stand-up funny when the audience are the villain? And that's the entire game that Stuart Lee plays. And I started watching some of the things. Uh, I watched his content career. It's very funny. Just uh, It was a level of... Because we, 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 we broach on like being annoyed at your audience. Uh, uh, But we do it, I feel, in more genuine ways. Like if we, I get annoyed at my audience if they over laugh at a joke Uh. or if they whoop or if they cheer or if they go over offended, that's when I'll get involved. Whereas what Stuart Lee does so masterfully is on so many nights, he's able to create this tension of people naturally not enjoying his material, even if they all are. He's able to find the pockets in the crowds and, and manufacture this stage in that moment in such a way that it feels like he's always going against the grain. And that's the genius of it. Because he goes on stage and he goes, nobody gets what I do. And for the full two hours of this special, where, well, again, it, Stuart Lee's content provider is on free on YouTube. I think, I only watched it the other day for the first time, um, Man, I think it's borderline immaculate. Like, mm. in, in, in the aspect of... I've not seen it yet, but... I, just in the aspect of what it is to be a comic, right, and what the the comic persona is. If you look at Co- Stuart comic persona, which is to, I'm smarter than the audience, I'm better than the audience, and when the audience don't laugh at any one of my jokes... It's be- not because I'm a bad comedian, it's because they're stupid. And because they're stupid, I'm going to over-explain everything. Because I'm such a violent narcissist. That- and this is the character... So can, you, where-
0: can you see how when students on that gap year on Daddy's Money try and pursue comedy and replicate that, it's the worst thing in the fucking world. <laughs> Yes, I can. <laughs> but, yes, yes. But when he gets it right, it's fucking amazing.
1: Because you at least been doing it for 25 <laughs> to 30 fucking years. And, and, and look, like, there are... And Hey, I th- I remember when um, gong shows were like a kind of rite
0: of passage in the comedy industry where, like, if you want to play the frog and bucket, if you want to play the comedy store, if you want to play some of the funhouse gigs, you're going up and do a gong show, right? It's fucking demoralising. If you don't know what a gong, gong show is, you, you sign up, like an open mic, you go on, but you might get gonged off if the audience don't like you. You've got five minutes. If you complete the five minutes,
1: you're there through. are three. There, there, so there are like three sections of the audience, and the the host will decide. Right, this person in this section gets the sign. This Written person like a is, card that you hold up. This person in that section gets that. This person in that section get that. And if two cards go up, you're still in. But if all three sections of the audience go up. You're done, that's your gonged, that's the career over. And unfortunately, for many comedians in the UK, that's one of the ways that you have to fight to get on stage.
0: One, it's guaranteed stage time. You You don't get denied the gig, you always get the gig, right? So if you're a new comedian... Do the fucking gong show because you're gonna get accepted for stage time. Yes. right? I uh, still.
1: I oh, don't just very this is a brag of not be able to put anyone else. I still to this day hold the world record for longest gong show spot at the comedy store.
0: Where in, in Manchester in comedy, comedy store? Because
1: because obviously everyone the second you finish five minutes, even if you're mid punchline. When you get to five minutes, they ring the gong and you beat the gong. That's the gig over.
0: But the host wanted you to finish your bit.
1: Not even the host. When I was, Roger Monkhouse was the host. The voice Manchester of God would have Com- been Simon the Tech. Uh-huh. I went Manchester Comedy Store. And this is way back in the day. I'm 17 years old. I get all the way through. Same
0: with a super deep voice that looks unbefitting to who he is. Yeah, like it's kind of skinny marathon runner looking guy (laughs) with a deepest voice you've ever heard.
1: Yep. (laughs) So I end up, I end up doing four minutes and forty five of all my material, and it's going all fucking great, and nothing's gone wrong. And then I start doing the shaving joke, and you obviously remember the shaving joke was uh a full legitimate routine. It Mm. was ninety seconds to a. It was a four par routine where. But it was a routine. It was a legit. uh Start to finish. It was, ah, uh, this is the way it's performed every night. I get 15 seconds into that, and I beat five minutes. But they don't ring the gong. And me on stage, because I'm immaculate with my fucking timing, Aye. I know I've gone over. But the fact that they don't run the gong, I'm like, oh, I'm doing bad. Like, I thought this was five minutes. But the fact that the gong's not gone means I've not done five Minutes I must Yeah I must have time
0: dilation I could be like The time's going so slow for me That I've done three minutes And I think I've done five
1: And because I think I'm doing well Like and all the adrenaline's getting So I slow down And I start slowing down the punchlines And again the gong doesn't come And the gong doesn't come And people are laughing Man I'm ripping None of the cards are up I'm fucking ripping And it gets to the point Where I finally get to the final punchline of the joke, And I'll remember this for as long as I live Roger Monkhouse the MC, who I still think is a sweet and I love man, who went, I get to the punchline, final punchline, the gong rings, huge round of applause, and Mug just goes. That wasn't there's no way that was uh that was five five minutes. Is there a problem up in the tech booth? And Simon came over and just went. Again, man, I am seventeen years old. Aye. This is my first time doing the comedy store ever in my fucking Aye, life, which is a huge gig for a, a newcomer. It's a
0: huge gig now. Like I still love it. Now,
1: like Simon comes over the fucking voice and just goes, uh, "He cleared the five minute mark before his last joke, but I did just want to see how it ended." Nice. So he ended
0: up having a seven minute gong,
1: man. To to be granted the right to finish a joke at a Gong show. Did you I win the cha- Did you win the chair off? Yeah. Yes. You won the clap off. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I got. That's how I got my first ever spot at the store. Yeah, yeah that's that's it's,
0: that's the right of passage. That's the way it did. So oh. so um, I so I've I've done I've won the comedy store one as well, but then i have done the frog and bucket one, um, and I got booed off because
1: because Dan Ayngell was doing his last gig there. <laughs>
0: I texted our killed, You know, I've I've talked about this on Have a Word. So, um, you know, I had this routine about um, my brother having a tied tongue. Aye, and he kind of stick his tongue out. Oh yes, he can only roll his tongue forward. Aye. And I did this thing, like, where just, you know, like, sibling rivalry, like, brotherly, right? I did this thing about how he can't eat pussy and I'm the Tiger Woods eating pussy, right? it's, <laughs> like, big enough, how good. I...
1: the Tiger Woods of eating pussy eats it's a tiger- lot of pussy <laughs> behind his pregnant Ta- wife's back.
0: Tiger Woods is the Tiger Woods eating pussy. Aye, <laughs> Jesus,
1: he liked a lot of fucking stanky
0: gash. So, the whole angle was meant to be, like, uh, me... Joke did I write a joke?
1: No, I was just saying respectfully with eye contact at the camera. Mm. Wasn't.
0: Um so the whole bit was about me, because my brother can't lick he can't lick a girl out, he has to trough her out like a horse now like, <laughs> 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 Trying to use his lips instead of his tongue. So <laughs> the whole bit that, and I'm like, not me though, I'm the take a pussy pussy. And it's meant to be like Oh, it was a swing and a miss. You know, I, was, I, I knew it was meant to be knowingly, Aye. but it just looked like I was really bragging about how good I was at eating pussy right and two of them or fucking cards up right in one of them. Got it. One of them got what I was trying to do. He was picking up what I was putting doing and was enjoying it. But the rest of the fucking audience was shouting out. And also, once I got past that bit, I started doing a bit about, because the guy just wouldn't put the card up. I started doing a bit about um, being at McDonald's at the drive through and there was a guy with a, like a Jeremy Bead alarm. Like, this is a genuine story. So,
1: just for our non-British listeners, could you explain it, Jeremy Beadle? So... Hold on. It's derogatory to say gimp-bomb, but that probably makes you know what I mean. But to give context, so... The Lucky Handoff, scary movie. If you... America, America's home videos, you know, your own version of, like, America's... You've been framed. You've been framed is what it was in the UK. Jeremy Beadle was our host of our version of America's... And he had a little arm. Darndest things or whatever. It, it, like, I and he had it. a little arm. And hey, hey, hey. He had a little arm during the 70s. So fucking respect. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Respect to the BBC for the only time I've ever had respect for a dying company that deserves to die. That is, think- is filled with talentless cunts desperately trying to milk actually talented people. To make up the hollowness in their own fucking talent. <laughs> Milk them with his Yeah, aye, yeah, aye. Uh, look, the BBC's an interesting concept, but every time it dies, I'm happy. Anyway, so d- he was part of the BBC, uh, and he had he had the the little arm. The,
0: is it the little mode? Is that the word? Is that the the term for the disability?
1: You know what, to be honest with you, even if it was, I wasn't even sure it was mean. It's like when people ask me, I know Josie had cerebral palsy, but if you were to ask me what cerebral palsy was, I don't think I could medically explain to you. I can can explain to you the experience I had with my sister for six, seven years.
0: You taught me how clubfoot happens today.
1: Cara taught us, yeah, aye.
0: Yeah, it's like the foot gets stuck in the ribs and scrolls grows around the ribs. Well, because here's so the, it's like your, your foot stuck in the. Here's ribs.
1: the very interesting <laughs> thing, and this is one of the most. Don't get me wrong, I am, um, and I know this is on a money podcast, and I shouldn't be talking about my fiance's pregnancy, but here we are. Uh, I, l- I love, I love Cara being pregnant. I think is the most exciting thing in the world. It's terrifying. It's scary. Uh, I'm out of my fucking depth. But what I've realised is because because Josie died when I was eight, it meant that when Matthew and Jack were born, they were born when I was ten and twelve. So I've always not only have I always been around children. I've always been. I'm no have
0: Been around a pregnant woman for yeah, formative years.
1: Yeah. So my mum, the second she was pregnant, I man, I've I remember vividly the day I came home from uh, primary school at lunchtime for lunch for milk and my mum. Put the pregnancy test across the table, and she went. What do you think that is?
0: You got COVID <laughs> <laughs> in the nineties. Yeah, in the nineties.
1: You, you Asian bitch. You Chinese traitor. How did you, you Wuhan? Who is mother- a but? <laughs> um, she handed it over to me, and I was I was excited by it, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm still excited uh, by it now, but from this experience of pregnant pregnancy is fascinating if you've never been around a pregnant person it's so interesting there's so many things that you don't know here's just from the top of my head you might not know this but the baby gets all of the calcium to grow its bones from the mother's calcium that's why dental care in scotland is free because for for a pregnant woman because if you're growing a
0: if you haven't taken enough calcium in your diet, then the the baby is just going to take the calcium from your stores. Yes. And that stores happen to just be your teeth and your bones.
1: So in Scotland, they have an understanding of this. So if when you're pregnant, you get three years of free healthcare. because even if your diet is bad and you're not Dental getting care. enough... Dental care. Thank you. Dental care. Come it's... it's the, Even though that's progressive and that's amazing and I'm very happy that Carrot gets a year's maternity leave, she gets free health care... Uh, she gets freed down. Okay, I think it's all amazing. I think getting a getting the person you love most in the world, your soulmate, pregnant, is objectively the worst thing that you can do to them.
0: Uh, it's also, would be my, you, kai, you wouldn't kai, do that to your mate. No, kai, hey, kai, You wouldn't
1: do that to me. Kai, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. Uh, I wouldn't have the career I had without you I wouldn't have the confidence I have without you
0: but you're gonna do that thing of us aren't you where you where you make your baby grow in my me, in me womb
1: yeah but just so that I can
0: be a dad yeah but can... then I've gotta do. I've gotta I know, all my organs I've gotta push up into my ribs yeah so that your baby can grow in my gut mm-hmm. and then it's gonna first...
1: no hey our baby is equal even though you're doing 95% of it Aye. Like and it's then, our baby, and then
0: you know, like once I've incubated it and it's ready to come out, how does it come out?
1: Um, you give us a couple of options, um, okay, I, I, you know what, I can give you a couple of options. The best option is we choose when the baby is going to come, and what we're going to do is we're going to cut you from your nipple to your sternum, uh, and not in any sort of direct thing, but we're going to.
0: Yeah. You think... Oh, that's my sternum there.
1: I was exaggerating for comedic effect. Yeah, hold on,
0: hold on. But just for comedic effect. Yeah. That's my sternum. Yeah. That's my nipple. Is <laughs> is that why I'm having my C-section?
1: But, 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 Ban, but, <laughs> Ban, you're correct uh-huh. to, to point... Because obviously that was... <laughs> that's just kidneys <laughs> falling. <laughs> that's taking me heart.
0: not take me <laughs> heart last Christmas.
1: <laughs> no, but I agree with you. But... It's this point where it's not that.
0: Right. So you've got it you go like, baby, I love you. <laughs> hold on, hold on, let's let's take it back. <laughs> Best friend who I travel with, you know, we'll play a foot together. I'm gonna cut. Right. I'm gonna cut you. You no, not, no, not No, no, not sto- no, no, no. You know no, your babe. stomach. You're proud of. You know, like you keep. No, keep no, I'm
1: baby, baby, no. Tell you what. Yeah, I know you love your abs. But what we're gonna do is because I know you want to keep your abs. I want you to be healthy. You've grown this baby that I gave you. What I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna make. Don't worry. Don't worry about this every a second.
0: Can I push it I, through my genitals?
1: Mm-mm, 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 oh. oh. Worst-case scenario. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The worst-case scenario is that you push it out through your urethra. What we can do occasionally with planning (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. is we can make a little tear here and it'll be a very precise thing. And then what we'll do is just put two fingers in that hole, rip it open, and drag the baby out. That is legit Uh, what a cesarean is.
0: Aye, fuck aye. I've read... I've read Adam Kaye's book and I'm still traumatized, I, because he tells a story about it going disastrously wrong, and I'm fucking still to this day traumatized by that book. I, I advise Natalie to not read it. No, 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 no. I was no. like, I want you to read this book because it's like very funny and it's very informative and it's like, it and it's Adam it. Kay and but it's like, called. Uh, like, what's read, the name of the read book? Read it once you've got what's your, name your name tubes look? tied. Oh that's a good question you know this is real uh, Shame I can't remember cuz he's got two books Everything it's not it's everything's the, it's going not, to
1: be all right but it's something along those
0: this is a bastard. People. Are, this is another people are screaming at the podcast moment. No, 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 no. It's a damn shame. Give it a quick... No, no, the
1: same for them. We're allowed to arrive things. Give
0: it a quick Google way while like, uh, backtrack on a couple of things. I don't know things. where my phone is. Oh. Uh, it's just there, right? I'm going to backtrack on a couple of things, right? At the Gong Show, uh, and I was talking about the guy at McDonald's that handed me my meal and handed me my change with his, like, funny little arm. And I'm like, he could have used his other arm. He didn't need to do that. And that was me bit. And um, people started seriously booing, and I got gonged off. So that was me getting gonged off story. And what I was telling that story for is because on the Stuart Lee... hey, you got it? Wait there. I'm just going to wrap this up. On the Stuart Lee surge of 2008, where every comedian wanted to be Stuart Lee, a lot of open spots were going, well gong show isn't like uh, indicative of how good you are as a comedian like Stuart Lee wouldn't be very good at a gong show because he takes a while to get Mm -hmm. a punchline
1: and you go and I'm like no
0: Stuart Lee's a good comic and if that was his situation he'd fucking adapt to it because he's a good comic any Nas stagecraft, any Nas how to play the course you're on—that's not what he'd like to do with his career.
1: Which Anyone is why wants he not it know put what that noise for. was? That was me nodding in agreement so much that I head butters the microphone. Also, second time it's happened to me. <laughs> but man, so, I couldn't agree with you more. Succinctly uh, put, I—I I, there is pretentiousness in comedy, and don't get me wrong, I am consistently part of the pretentiousness. It sometimes you just get. Overwhelmed in things. For years, I I thought I disliked Stuart Lee just because of his fans, for the same reason that you think you don't like Dimension. Dimension is objectively one of the greatest. No, I like Dimension, that's me. But his fans are awful because they're like, you know what? You don't know. T- no, he's actually really clever because what he does is he rhymes his stuff with, and you're just left with those. I, c- li- I like him. When, like, when comedy uh, speaks to you on a personal level, and I say this as someone who, Comedy speaks on personal level. You become a little wanker, and I don't say this from a, from a hierarchical place of being like you all act like this around me. I say this is someone that man Fan,
0: fans fans can ruin a comic like oh I, so I, much. Man, I went to I went to see Kitson, who I'd heard was the best comedian that ever lived, and just doesn't Aye. do mainstream stuff, so you'll not see him on TV and all that, right? And I went to see him at the stand and at the Fringe Festival. Like I'm gonna guess 2013 right and um, I'm in the audience and he's fucking class right and he's got Alan Cochran up with him who I know class as part Alan's of the sketch so right and sorry. he's got fucking uh, Andy Zoltzman up with him who I know as class right oh, yeah. three of them are fucking more intelligent than I could dream to be bit a joke right that's a fucking excellent right and the fans spoil it by
1: over laughing f-
0: over laughing and they might as well have been pointing at their own chest while they were laughing like <laughs> I get
1: it! This, <laughs> Do you get that? I get that. It, like, smart, I get that. They laugh at it like...
0: I'm smart because I get that.
1: They laugh at like fucking sport fans. Oh, like, man. Oh, I, the was fucking sat, s- there. I
0: was sat there like, can I just enjoy this at my own pace? Do I have to enjoy this at your ridiculous pace? Like You're laughing before he's finished the bit.
1: Well, it's because he's just such a kind guy. Like, the second Aye. you take art outside of art, it puts you above it, but it doesn't...
0: I uh, and like it was Increase it, your finances It, it was or just your t- I just found it a bit of a shame. I was like, I'd love to see this guy on a neutral territory like just on a level playing field
1: where the but I did find, like, I I I think I'd always not necessarily I didn't turn my nose up to it, but like because for so much of my career I was so obsessed with being like the best in the world, I would always look at other people that were described as the best in the world. And of course Stuart Lee comes into that. And I think I had this like little bit of just choice ignorance where I refused to see his genius, and I only wish to see his flaws. But now I watched. We were with Chris Williamson the other day, and he put me onto this YouTube channel, which was this guy who deconstructs comedy. And this guy very smartly deconstructed. So he's a reviewer. No, 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 no. Reviewers are scum, and every reviewer deserves. So I they
0: doing? That's different.
1: It's just his own YouTube channel.
0: So it's a, it's a spoken word instead of written.
1: But 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 no, but it's not a review. It's just him going. This is the... S- reviewers don't. So this is more of like a scientific review. Yeah, right. It's the, right. So reviewers don't. It's just their opinion, right? No, no reviewers are deeply educated in their thing. We know that. Like they I, think I, they are.
0: Yeah, if I, I ever stood at the back of the room with Barry Castanola when. Um, like even if it's your friends on stage, if there's a slight flaw in a joke, you'll lean across as if he was like really panicky. Yeah, and be like, "Well, that wouldn't happen, would it?" Aye. <laughs> yes, nice
1: and that's and that's Barry's funniest bit because it's deconstructing live comedy that's going well is the most pointless thing in the world, Aye. and that's why it's funny to deconstruct and not enjoy comedy that's literally taking place is very funny because that is you purposely missing the point Uh, of stand-up comedy and that is what every reviewer is and never forget never forget and i want this on record there is not a single reviewer on this planet who i do not earn more money than or could not be in a fight objectively true in the world in the whole wide world, there is not a single comedy reviewer who I do not earn. I'm going to say at least nine times as much as. And I'm a better person than I'm a funny. And I'm ha- it's you brag less. No, 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 no. Because they've got nothing to brag about. Um, <laughs> so oh, I, 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 write, I write comedy reviews for the time. i oh, get that fucking cock in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's never. <laughs> No, oh, when I, when I, I just one of
0: Barry's. We had a we're doing punch drunk, and it was uh, a Bar- Barry was on, Dave Johns was on, and um, one of Dave Johns' lines it's a funny, funny line. He was like, um, I sell a tape of Viagra at the headboard, like a salt lick. It's in the middle of a longer bit, but that's All the right. line. He's like, I celebrate, and Barry's just like, But I mean, if you sell a tape at the headboard, you'd just be licking the salt tape. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you stick it down, doesn't really.
0: <laughs> but that's just, like, one example. Aye. But what's funny is how relentless the, like, little... you like, will be sat there, and, and there'll be, like, a couple of different comics on, and then you will just lean out <laughs> <laughs> and go, well, that... And it's not, like, degrading the comic that's no. on, because, you, like, if he was on, there'd be bits in his that you could do that too too. Man, this,
1: man, we all got, there was, we've all got those bits in our set where we just go, yeah, this bit isn't fucking... Not necessarily not real, but it's exaggerated. It's kind whatever, and you could point out the 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 realism in it. Aye. But then, and you're
0: like, oh, to make that real, I've got to say about ten more words. Aye. to get there.
1: And also, one thing I found in America, and I, uh, while we uh, while we wrap up this uh, podcast, because this is our last one of the American tour. The way we're doing this is we're doing this podcast now. And then immediately after this, we're going to do the Patreon special, yeah. this Room with Cara.
0: Because we're we're going to be travelling when the next podcast due to be recorded. So instead of it being late, we're going to record it now. We're getting Kara in. We've got a seat set up there. We've got a mic set up there. And we are going to ask her questions about a pregnancy.
1: Yeah. Uh, so there was... Uh, I can't remember why I brought it up. I feel like I had a legit podcast reason for bringing that up. One. Oh, sorry. So, the this podcast now. I know we've been bitching and moaning, and I know obviously I'm 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 quite whiskey drunk, and I respect all of you for still. Oh, we've got one day of the shit. tour left.
0: I'm gonna get to ho- go home to my wife and dog. Yep. I've loved this tour so much, but I'm getting so fucking sentimental now. we being away from me, little my tiny little family.
1: I'm the same man and I've even got, I can't uh, imagine how uh, difficult it is for you and Neil because you've both been so good during this tour. I've had the advantage of my pregnant fiancé has joined me for the last two weeks and... And you're both missing your cat? (laughs) I know but it's, but but, but man, missing your cat's way easier than missing your bird's. Uh, yeah. Like, well, you both missed, like, and, and and Ray's looked after because Colin's at home and he has to, because of Carrie has to send three-hour updates the, every single day. The
0: hard bit for me is, like, your cat's going to look exactly the same as when you left her. What's hard for you is that clock's ticking, let's be real. It's an oh, no it old is, cat, right?
1: She should, man, she shouldn't but, have lasted this year.
0: But, my, uh, uh, that's true, it's sad. Um, my dog's changed so much and I've missed it. Uh, I... You, you may have spells like that with your child. No, man. no,
1: no, 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 no. And I, I, well, hopefully, I don't think I will ever have spells like that with my kid. If I do, it'll be at at most a, a month, just because of the way. I Imagine plan it.
0: coming back and seeing your kid like a couple inches taller and like they're a different person the last time you hugged them. I, but that's, that's exa- gonna be emotional. That like, uh-huh, you, I, like but that's exactly like, why. That's like what I'm going through, new times a million.
1: Yes, but I've but man I've, I've already and Marlena knows this and Marlena is as much as as much as I'm aware that we will bring her up in this podcast and we'll bitch and moan about her because she she's because she's fucking cause she's, fantastic. A, she's a because she, well, she's a fucking psycho with weird ideas but she's the best in the world at her job. Uh man Berlina's number one concern at this moment in time is me having the most time with my kid. Like I, I really don't see that. So she's that.
0: not gonna do a number on you and like, no. put no, no, you on no, 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 the other no, side no. of the planet no, for no, months no, no. on no, no. end. She's gonna be like, right, how can I keep these together? The Either you travel with a child in your in your wife or we'll make sure you come back at regular
1: intervals. Yes, aye. So so it'll 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 you know
0: I uh, think are gonna change because we have hit it hard for the last many years. Like, for the last 10 and a half years? Man, my favourite thing
1: thing the other day, and I know this is coming from a pregnant woman, so it's less real, but, like, when Cara came out, she was, like, even after four days of just being on the road with us, she was, like, this is hard. Mm. This is really difficult. This is tiring. This isn't isn't travelling. This isn't seeing the world. This is really tiring and awful. And both of you and me, for the first time, we weren't, like, yeah, we were, like, really uh, are, are we are we allowed to be um a little bit sad about some of this experience <laughs> i kind of was like you enjoy the gigs we're like we love the gigs the gigs are the best but the other 22 hours of the day uh, are a little yeah. bit difficult and and Neil, was Neil, like,
0: Neil preempted it you know you, you called it. he was like oh when Karis gets here and she travels with you she'll see you for what you do Oh, like, she, she, she was like, you, you'll be seen. She'll understand what, like, she'll get a little sample of what you're doing on, like,
1: I was expecting months her, and months in a row. I was expecting her to rightfully, rightfully and correctly be like, you think this job is hard, you just go from fucking city to city every day, blah, 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 you tell the same jokes, while being famous is not that difficult three day and she is pregnant so obviously her her, 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 uh,
0: her experience is tougher than ours right yes, now infinitely. Except, except for she doesn't have to deal with hangovers
1: no she doesn't no no <laughs> that's
0: uh, right. It's, but, right don't get me wrong yeah. I and she also doesn't have I to wouldn't. deal with
1: random men wanting to fuck her since she's so fat and runs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like we have to put up with <laughs> I didn't mean, mean be, any of that, and only and on, only because I'm not random. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean any of the. I was just being purposely antagonistic to get a reaction very, from the kinder version of my audience because it's uh, very funny. because antagonising the pure makes me feel better than them because I'm a weak person. Yeah.
0: So I think I think we've done really well this too. I've, I we haven't been out even though we've been non-stop. Because <laughs> Hinkara was pointing out that... um she's like, on Instagram, it makes you jealous when you're watching it. You're like, oh, I'm in New York. Now I'm in fucking Boston. Now I'm in Detroit or whatever. Like, and, and she's you're like, like look at that guy. That all looks so fucking cool. And you, nobody looks at that and goes... Oh, but yeah, it takes four hours to get there. You've got to check in. There's a queue at the hotel. There's
1: like also, uh, man, we're yeah. only posting the good shit. It's it's uh, it's, social. it's social media. Of get over it. I'm not we're gonna... only posting the shit that makes us look cool. Do you understand how? Absolutely undervalued, Uh, I am in the UK. All my fucking social media is is me proving to the UK circuit that I am more famous than most of them, and I deserve the respect that I won't be given. And and that and that's why my social media exists. (laughs) That's it.
0: Just for the comics. I'm not trying to sell tickets. It's just me
1: desperately going, hey. I know you're on Mock the Week, but objectively, uh, I'm better than uh, you. Objectively, I'm uh, That's all this tour said, is. You said I
0: got the Apollo this week. Oh, I did you? Aye, aye, Oh, when does the American tour start off oh, the back great, of it? Oh, great. <laughs> oh,
1: fucking great. How was the Apollo? Did you go on after Paul Chowdhury or before <laughs> Lee Nelson? How did it go in the <laughs> lowest bar of comedy that has ever existed on television within the past fucking decade?
0: <laughs> oh, we're getting too comfortable on this podcast
1: nah yeah, we've got the, the the, Lee one. Nelson and Paul Cherdie <laughs> can come at me I'm objectively better than you both infinitely better than you both there's no denial that I'm better by a substantial mile than you both and if you take this as a peer insulting a peer, peer a peer <laughs> sorry I meant, I think I was trying to get caught on like uh, peer's, a peer career
0: the Look, only thing we need Lee Nelson that I've got qualms with is that he made a career and pretended to be what I am aye aye
1: yeah yeah <laughs> And he's not. He was just, man. <laughs> Lee, Lee, ne- Lee, Lee Nelson. <laughs> the no, no. Lee Nelson did a modernly acceptable version of Blackface. That's all it was. You're no. culturally appropriated. Uh, 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 and also, please, that's not comparing to uh, blackface. The history of blackface is infinitely more evil, uh, infinitely more bad, yeah. and steeped in much more racism. Yeah,
0: you, that you, comparison You can is, have hyperbole in your similes without being caldewed on it.
1: Uh, no, no, but I do want people to understand. Yeah, of course. But, I'm not saying... No, no, but also I wouldn't want Lee Nielsen to see me being like, you did blackface. You did blackface. You parodied poor cunts Did for I, the I, I got,
0: rich. I, I feel bad because um, uh, I got a paid gig off him. You know, I he'll not remember it. Um, but one of his uh, agents, one of his producers, uh, got in touch saying uh, he's oh, digging this new... Off, off, off the curb. No, no, it was... Uh, Pretty much open mic, yeah. Right, open open yeah, mic but off the curb, uh, right. It was...
1: If you ever want to know whether the television show you've just watched is an actual meritocracy on comedy, if it's by open mic or off the curb, no. <laughs> <laughs> if it's by any other company, except for Avalon, it's normally booked through, like, we'll just book who's the best. If it's open mic, off the curb, or Avalon, it is right. exclusively... But that, their own clients who they want on television.
0: That, that I'll say, they don't owe us anything. So I'm just like, whatever. Like, that's not an avenue for me. I kind of guy do It's not.
1: No, no, me. no, 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 no. But it's not about owing. You do not get to fucking, as an agency, create a television show on... on the only comedy stand-up show on mainstream television. You do not get to create the only stand-up show on mainstream television and then decide who's in that that is Aye. objectively wrong and it's only in Britain that yeah. it fucking happens it doesn't happen in America it doesn't happen in Canada it doesn't happen in fucking France it doesn't happen in Australia it doesn't happen in any other country other than the fucking UK where what they will do they will have one or two stand up shows that are booked by one fucking agency who will get their own people on it and if you're one of these dumbass men at home who thinks they hate women comedian the reason you hate female comedians is because of Avalon and off the curb. Because what happens is brilliant female comedians will get very good and very talented and then they'll be signed by the bigger agencies and they will be forced onto television to fill a market that these agencies feel that is there. You're
0: fast too soon and And you're watching an open spot in in amongst a bunch of... A very talented open spot. Yeah, a very talented open spot that just needs a little bit of time to develop
1: and what will happen is because they're so desperate for this diversity and they're so desperate to own that diversity and be in charge of that diversity that they will put that diversity on every single bit of television to the point where they run out of material and they become worse and this is why you find dumb fucking men who are like women aren't funny because I saw Holly Walsh die and you go right you, you can easily watch 10 men die on stage and you don't think men aren't funny Aye. you see one bad woman Te- but the reason that exists is because th- there are only two stand-up shows on television live at the Apollo there's only one stand-up show on television <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say one stand-up show on television and it's live at the Apollo so when Holly Walsh or whoever or wh- if, whatever fucking female comedian they decide needs to be or not even just female uh dis- disabled and again I am representing young, I, man, the reason I got You were my, the young guy? The reason I got McIntyre's Roadshow wasn't because I was funnier than the older pushed, comics You were pushed on
0: as an open spot?
1: Yes, I was put on McIntyre's Roadshow because I was young I was Scottish and I was arguably attractive. I was a fucking box ticker I don't These companies, they force the, the, the public this idea of what stand-up is and this is why you'll meet people in the UK, the only country in the world, when you go Hey, do you like stand-up? They're like, I don't like comedy. And you go, everyone likes comedy.
0: Uh, that's like saying I don't like music. Yeah.
1: Like, that's like saying I don't like films. You, you've just not found the comedy that you'd like. Uh, there is comedy out there for you. And don't worry, if this isn't it, I get that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's why, like, you know, if somebody's like, oh, I don't like comedy because all the scenes, like... Peter Kay, Michael McIntyre and they've just seen some like sanitized stuff that's on at Christmas. Oh. Uh, just just and, to be
1: very pernickety...
0: McIntyre's class.
1: And Peter Kay isn't.
0: Right, but like I'm just saying that pedestrian like it's nine PM on a, on a Christmas Eve, you're watching it with your fucking grandma and your granddaughter. Right, it's quite an age range. Quite an age range in the living room, kind of <laughs> way. Um,
1: no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. You're just in Fife
0: Right, and, and you go, oh no, I don't like comedy. Based on what television feeds you, you haven't seen Stanhope. Aye, you haven't seen Jim Jeffries. Like you could have your fucking mind blown man, when you, you find out man, what options out not, there it's it, it's Not, com- even, not, not that. even that. Like, uh, you, yeah, man,
1: you haven't, you, you, you haven't seen, you haven't seen Finn Taylor. You haven't seen Ali Wong. You haven't seen. Uh, Michelle Wolf, you haven't seen Auntie Donna uh, you your ha- man Jeffrey Asmus Jeffrey Asmus you haven't there are so but, many P- different P- types Holmes. of comedy yeah. there are different types of comedies out there for everyone but in Britain there is this idea that there's only one type of comedy and the reason this one type of comedy exists is because Avalon a, and off the carp will consistently put their own. And again, I don't want this to be an insult in to that, Avalon and off why, the carb yeah, guys. You're, like, you're good. Oh yeah,
0: that's the thing. Like it, it, it feels shitty like taking an act with a fucking broad brush because the acts are good. But what they'll do is they'll sweep up everybody and they'll fucking get a few of them through, like sperm. And Aye. the rest of the fucking sperms just stripping doing the leg.
1: <laughs> it's
0: like Aye. it's like what about these guys in the small font on your website? I'm the, the, the ones f- that didn't make it. Fuck you.
1: Like if 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 you were to watch live at the Apollo exclusively, and and that was your understanding of British comedy, you would think British comedy was distinctly fucking average, distinctly and horrendously fucking and average. That, and that is not true. British comedy is superb. British comedy inspires you know, American sh- sh- comedy. Sh-
0: shout out now uh, to Hot Water for just recording fucking you and I comics, just fucking comics that are just peddling their craft, not like fucking getting any big leg up off industry, recording them, packaging them, putting them out on like five minute clips on their YouTube. Yep. And, and you're getting a fucking smorgasbord of comedians so that you can decide what it is that you like. Yep. And, um, and I think what fucking hot water we're doing is just like because I bet you there's a lot of people out there, thousands of people out there all over the world that are tuning into that channel and fuck you seeing this.
1: Yep. It, and i they saying man. You these ideas Fucking our boy Paul Smith Is doing so good fucking Paul class. Smith is Paul Smith Has never been fucking touched By any bit of British television That And the cunt will say He knew he's it. in a position to say Fuck you when they that ask him And the cunt will he sell at a Fucking arenas He'll Fuck sell, sell at lad, fucking arenas Yes, And it's not because he's not good It's because British Fucking television Decided that he wasn't The right type of so divorce Because class
0: ghost, lad, he, Fucking uh-huh, chatting to the because crowd
1: Because working class And I say this is a middle class person working class diversity matters fuck all uh, in the UK Off the Curb and Avalon objectively do not give a shit objectively do not give a shit about working class comedy you were Kai wasn't allowed on the comedy fucking roast battles even though he won both Kai. of the editions. he wasn't allowed on it because somebody posher than him lost a battle but because they ticked more fucking boxes than him because he's just a Jordy uh, piece so of I, shit I beat uh, I, Dude, no,
0: they, names, no, no, no names No names friends, No names right? So I beat I beat one of my friends In uh, in the audition And um, Fuck it Like even if I don't say his name Just the hook Is gonna um, Give it away So I'll just say his name He made Nas Right, Uh, He was heir to the Ottoman Empire, which obviously doesn't exist anymore. But if it did, he would have been the fucking, he would have been an emperor, right? He's got a bloodline, right? And they saw that as a hook to get him on the show, right? So they got him on the show. And then uh, our friend Tom, who lost in the audition to Lauren Patterson, um, he got the gig because he lives in the Tower of London and he had a hook. And these are like, oh, these guys have got like an M.O., And they can get on, right? And And don't be wrong, our friends are very talented. Laura Palace is very funny. Naz is very talented. Naz deserves to be on. Tom deserves to to be on. But um, it was a conversation with the producers when they felt that I didn't get on, even though I beat With a
1: straight face. Even though
0: both of these lads lost their audition, right? And I won it. I. I, it was me, me, my agent through me that was having the conversation. He was like, can I suppose it because the um, Tower of London and the fucking Ottoman Empire thing? They were like, yeah, yeah, it is. And then I, I didn't reply back, but I'm like, wait a minute. So these lads got on TV based on an advantage that was nothing to do with the stand-up and nothing to do with their achievements. It was something that they were born into. And, no, yes. me, and, Kai, Kai, and Kai,
1: I don't know if you know, but that is the BBC's very definition uh, of diversity. Uh-huh. And, I was, and this is why. I was
0: born into poverty where sometimes when my friends were around playing and I wanted them to stay over because it was getting dark, right? I couldn't have them staying over because there wasn't enough food. And that's nae, that's nay slant on my parents. My parents worked fucking really, really fucking hard, Right. But it was the situation that we're in. It was the lack of opportunity in the jobs. It was the low pay. It was that, right? I grew up in fucking hardship, right? And I grew up in love. Like, I, I, I'm i rich in love, right? I didn't grow up in fucking that kind of poverty, right? I was loved, Aye. right? But I grew up in fucking hardship. And I found my way to the same position they were in without any of that fucking financial backing and the support that it takes you to get through french shows and stuff like that. And I got pretty much told to my face. They're gonna get it ahead of you because of the advantage that they had at the start of their life. Yep, and, and you, I'm like, all uh, right, no, 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 cool, cool, but cool, also, but you've, cool. got, but you've got to take t- kai, 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 break. Kai. No, you yeah, have and to take. T- so you're, it's hard. And also, you're uh, a straight
1: white male, so therefore, Aye. you've got all the advantages. So Aye.
0: yeah, I do have other
1: advantages. That is true. No, no, no you do, true. you do, you do. But yeah. that is that's their justification, and even though and you know,
0: yeah, that is actually a way that I dealt with it when I heard that information. And instead of getting down on myself, I was like, you know what? I've had enough luck in my life. I've had plenty of luck, right? I've had plenty of for- fortune. I Like, I don't have the disadvantages that, that my own wife would have right. coming up, you know? Um So I have to go, it's my turn to be discriminated against. That's fine. And I, and I actually did. I just went, it's my turn.
1: That's exactly what you said. Huh? I remember that's exactly uh, what you said. you just like, it's my turn to be <laughs> discriminated against. And we all just went, oh, n- I mean I guess but it's not man We're at it was so weird to be like actively told
0: to your face we're discriminated against you because you come from a poor family
1: man. <laughs> like, uh, Cara, like, what oh the oh
0: fuck oh is that
1: oh, hold on <laughs> uh, we're at we're at one of five Cara's uh, knackered she's off she says she's off to bed so we'll we're try to and record that tomorrow and no 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 let's end this podcast and then let's on the Patreon for the next half an hour discuss exactly what's wrong with British comedy
0: all oh, right, did we not just do that?
1: I've got so much more to say. Okay, um, see you Thursday, guys. No, 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 no. Because this is the last episode. Uh, to anyone that's tuned into this uh, over the past couple of weeks, and to anyone that's come to any of our performances throughout America, genuinely, even though our last American tour was a mind-blowing uh, bit of success that I personally truly never thought I'd experience to come out from the pandemic from really dark points during the pandemic of thinking, like, it's all over, nothing's real anymore, yeah. like, the whole world's done.
0: Well, there's no way we'll get back to where we were.
1: This American tour has been, and you'll hate this in the future, it's been so good for my arrogance and my confidence. This has been, it. to anyone that can... Revitalising. Yeah, it's it's been the tour. It's been the tour that you dream of as a... As as a kid, it's the tour that like I know in several years I'll look back on this thing and realize how ridiculous it was. To anyone that came out, I have loved every second of this tour. Every fucking second. Don't be wrong, I'm ready to go home and I'm ready to relax. And that doesn't mean I'm tired of the experience, but it just there hasn't been a single day on this tour in America that's been but like there's been tough days uh, and there's been challenging the days. we lost
0: our luggage and we had to get into our tracky base, but that was just like it was a moment of triumph that we got there
1: on time. There's been there's been no
0: I've lost my valuables and my wallet. But there's
1: been no bad audience and and yeah, so, the audience has been class. So before we move on, be to anyone that tuned in to this podcast specifically to listen to what it was like on the thanks american tour. Thanks for joining
0: on my journey. I'm glad we could take you with for you. Yeah,
1: thanks so much for joining us. We and thank you so much for coming to the shows. We thank you so much for the for the weeds. Uh just a little note to anyone coming to my shows in the next couple of months. If you could do me a huge favor and not bring any marijuana. To, I know this is going to be weird for you to hear from me. But if you could not bring any weed to any future shows for the next couple of months, just because you when I get sober, I'm going sober because it's the last three months of Karen's pregnancy and I want to be sober for at least that, if not Psychologically more.
0: Psychologically available.
1: Yes. And also I'm weak. So if you bring me weed, I will smoke it. So, this so po- as a prof- this
0: podcast and um, the Thursday podcast that we're about to record is the last time you see him drunk for a long time.
1: Yep. But to everyone that came out to us on any part of the American tour, dream come true across the board. Never like every time we get to do this, I know you think it would be less exciting for us, but for two, Uh,
0: there was a real, there was a real case of not taking it for granted this time. Yeah, not yeah. that we did last time we're still very much like last time I feel like we were full throttle because it was like this might be the only time we get to do this yeah, yeah. and we went full throttle this time we've just been a lot more like taking care of ourselves yeah. getting to bed uh, at a reasonable hour
1: and so just very grateful that you all tuned in to this we're recording this one we're recording the Patreon special just to get over with so we can have like a week off we we'll we'll back we'll be back waiting for the roads. Doug Aye, right. so we'll be back thank you to so everyone who's li- listened in uh Please come see us on the tour in the UK if you're in the UK. If you're in Europe, we're coming to France still. The Germany tour dates have been delayed. I know if you're in Germany, that's frustrating for you because it's the third Frustrated time we've delayed them. Too. It's, we're gutted, Aye. but it's, it's, it's the laws. It's not a personal decision. It's, it, it's just the situation. I get that. Um, We're whiny, drunken cunts most, or at least I am most of the time. I don't think I've loved it to more than this one I've done. Nice. And, uh, and to every person that came to us in America during this, sincerely thank you. Uh, really, really loved it all. Uh, and I hope you all die of AIDS. Okay. Go. Yep, um, so pretty, pretty see,
0: see you on Thursday. Um, sign up to Patreon if you haven't already. And if, if, if you still just want to sit in the cheap seats, I'll see you Monday when we're going to be sober and it's going to be the start of a new journey.